Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to What Do You Say Anime's Anime of the Year. I am your host, Peter. On today's episode, we will be going through all the nominees for today's uh, 2022 Anime of the Year. We got 12 categories for you. It'll be a whole lot of fun. Uh, after, if you're watching the live stream, uh, after this voting will go live. I will give, I will share that link out to everybody. Otherwise, you have about two weeks to start voting. Um, Pretty cool thing this year with voting. Instead of giving out like a gift card to somebody, I am going to be actually helping out uh, the community. So um, it'll be a lot of fun. So let's jump right into it. Our awards, if this is your first time watching and or listening to us, how our awards work is that any show that aired this year is eligible. So any show that aired in 2022 is eligible. You will see some of those shows. You'll be like, didn't that air like the previous year? And you might think to yourself, but an episode that did air makes it eligible. Each category will have six nominations other than Best Boy and Girl, which has 10 because it's so hard to pick from that group that we just make it 10 every year. Uh, each category will have a community runner-up and winner, which is voted on by you, the public, and then a runner-up and winner for me to feed my ego. Uh, I watched 85 seasons this year, so gotta feed it somehow. Uh, you have, yeah, I, I put it, you have until February 4th. That pay, that date is pending. Um, each time you vote, well, each person only gets one vote, but for each vote, I will donate a dollar to the Minneapolis Public Libraries, up to 250 bucks for the purchase of new manga. So I'm really excited for that feature of this year's stream. Um, I'll be donating some manga to some local libraries. So I'm really excited for that. So this, let's look into this year's nominees. We have 12 categories. The first six, we have best boy and best girl. As mentioned, there will be 10 different nominees for that category. And the rest of them are going to have six uh, best opening and best ending as always to get the music involved the best animation and the best fight. And the last six, we got best adventure slash action, best movie, best comedy, best drama, slice of life and romance. Uh, really looking forward to talking about the nominees. Uh, sort of how it works is I pulled uh, a bunch of different like discords and Twitters and people that I know that watch a lot of seasonal to get their opinion on shows that should make it, should make it. And then from there, I also uh, selected like a sixth one that I felt should be included. So if you don't agree, um, let me know in like the comments or in the chat or something like that. Just let me know. It'll be really fun to talk about this year's nominees. So let's get into our first nominee, Psych Selfish Plug. If, uh, if you want to support me, uh, the best way to do so, especially for this episode, is voting in general. Voting gets a dollar donated to libraries. Otherwise, liking, commenting, subscribing on all of our platforms is the best way to support us. I'll never ask for money. Um, just a really easy and simple way for you to help me. So now that that is out of the way, now let's actually get into our first category, which is best boy. So best boy, normally best male character, something along those lines. How you view it, how I view it, it'll be different. We're going to leave it up to the public to see who wins. Uh, we have 10 nominations, so let's get right into it. Our first Best Boy nominee is David Rodriguez from Cyberpunk Edge Runners, Followed by Lloyd Forger from Spy Family, America's favorite dad. Well, I guess Japan's favorite dad. Miyuki Shirogane from Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 3. Kongming from your boy Kongming made it. Taru Kirishima from the Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting. 
Huyamori from Call of the Night. Reg from Made in Abyss, the second season. Shin from 86. So remember when I mentioned that you might be seeing some people that uh, didn't that air the previous year? Uh, we had two episodes of 86, which qualifies part two for this year's award. So Shin made the best boy list. Shigeo Kagiyama, a.k.a. Mob from Mob Cycle 100. And last but not least, we have Boji from Ranking of Kings. So those are our 10 from Best Boys. We got a, a decent list. I, I feel like we got a pretty good list here. Variety of genres. I, I think people, how they view Best Boy and Best Girl are a little different. But I'm, I'll be surprised to see who wins the Best Boy category from the public. Because I think that this year wasn't as strong as previous years. And I think you can make a case for a couple people. So really looking forward to seeing who wins Best Boy this year. On to everyone's favorite, best girl. Who was the bestest of girls this year? Let's get to our first nominee. Anya Forger from Spy Family. Maureen Kitagawa from My Dress Up Darling. Chisato Nijisaki from Licorice Recoil. Rebecca from Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Nazuna Nanakuza from Call of the Night. Kaguya Shinomiya from Kaguya-sama Love is War Season 3. Suleta Mercury from Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury. Faputa from Made in Abyss, the second season. Hitori Bochi Goto from Bochi the Rock. And last but not least, we have Ushido Kofune from Summertime Rendering. So these are our 10 best girls from the year. I think that if this was... I think this is a, this would still be pretty good. I think there's two or three that are going to lead the front running in terms of popularity vote from the community. I think the, the Anya versus Marin uh, voting is going to be very interesting. However... Since the late edition of Bochi from last season, I think that might also sway some of the people in terms of who is the best girl from this year. So we got a lot of fun options, I think. Um, hopefully people vote with their heart and really pick the best girl because I think what I'm choosing compared to what the community is going to choose is going to be very different. So maybe a little teaser, but I think these 10 girls really represented 2022 as a whole. And I think there's a lot of good choices. So I'm really looking forward to seeing... Uh, who wins? Maybe somebody... And also, if you think I missed somebody, let me know because every year I get something wrong. So I'd be really interested to see who people thought that I missed as well from these categories. Not just Best Girl, but just overall. So those are our character nominees. Let's get to our best opening to avoid YouTube copywriting. I'm just going to be listing the show and the song name because we did it one year... And I had to like redo the entire video because of it. So let's get into our best opening songs of 2022. Mixed Nuts, the first OP from Spy Family. Uh, this one was tough because I thought both OPs were fantastic. I really enjoyed the lyrics of number two, but we only had to pick one from one show. Mixed Nuts seemed to be a little bit more popular in terms of the people that I pulled. So we went with Mixed Nuts. OP number two is Naked Hero from the second part of Ranking of Kings by Vadi, a very emotional OP. 
Um, I hope people still remember that this show came out in 2022. Z I'm going to slaughter this one. Zonkiyozaka. There we go. Close enough. Uh, from Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District arc. Uh, Amir, I thought, just absolutely knocked it out of the park with uh, her just vocals on the song. It was very entertainment-esque, and I think that's why it's deserving to make this list. The Rumbling from Attack on Titan. Um, a song that I personally is aren't the highest on, but I definitely get the appeal of The Rumbling. Um, it led the streaming votes in terms of when that... Uh, the Spotify streaming numbers for that season, so... Uh, the Rumbling is definitely deserving, I believe, of a spot, at least on this list. And last but not... Oh, no, sorry, this isn't the last one. We got Cheeky Cheeky Bob Bob from Ya Boy Kongrig. How could we not include this? Um, a very fun rendition of a Turkish... I believe it's Turkish or Mongolian pop song turned uh, Japanese isekai-esque. Um, really fun song and uh, definitely is deserving of making the list. And then, of course, from last season, we got Kickback from Chainsaw Man. Um, just in terms of, like, visuals, this one stood up maybe the most this year. Uh, had a lot of callbacks and references to, like, Quentin Tarantino and a lot of Western media. And I think a lot of people fell in love with the idea of that from Kickback. So, oh, so that is our six OPs of the year. Um, really excited to see what the, like, as always, I'm always excited to see what people choose. But I think this one, this one's tough. There's a lot that I really enjoy, like, the lyrics of, but there's more I like the visuals of. So it'll be intriguing to see how people vote on how they view their OPs, because I think it can go a bunch of different ways. So we got our openings. Now we have to end it as well. So these are our best EDs of the year. First up, we got Call of the Night from Call of the Night. Uh, just an incredible ED uh, really funky Japanese style, whatever funk pop it is. It, it was a really good ED. I had a lot of fun with this. Um, the visuals are questionable at times, but overall, I think the song was just great. Comedy from Spy Family Part 1. Uh, really showcasing the fun the family dynamic had in the first part of Spy Family. I think it drove a lot of people to the show. Uh, it was the most streamed ED of that season, almost, I, I believe it actually had more streams than Mixed Nuts as well, which is surprising because usually OPs dominate EDs, so comedy definitely made the list. My nonfiction from Kaguya-sama, Love is War Season 3, uh, an incredible solo animated ED, super fun with a rap slash dance battle of Ishigami and Shirogane versus uh, Ino and Chika. Uh, yeah, it was done by one 19-year-old, which is just wild um, to think somebody has the talent like that. That person is going to go places in the anime business. So my nonfiction definitely made the list. Uh, Ko no Yuki from My Dress Up Darling. The Q, Q, Q. Super fun, um, bubbly pop ED that made Dress Up Darling kind of what it was. It was just an entire vibe that was going with the show with uh, Marin really like leading... Um, what's the dude's name? The main character dude, kind of along this journey like she does in the show, did that with the ED as well. And it's just a whole bunch of fun, which resonated with what the show was. Uh, Hawatari Niku Senti from Chainsaw Man. So this is ED3 
we had a hard time coming up with what EDs from Chainsaw Man should be nominated. And so we went with the one that had the most views on YouTube, which was ED3 by about 5 million. So the overall consensus of um, maybe most popular ED was this. So that was our reasoning of why we went with uh, this ED. And last but not least, we have Hatsu no Yuki from Raven of the Inner Palace. Just a tr beautiful, tranquil song that resonated with the main character and the emperor and kind of like their life together in the palace. I thought was just fantastic ED and we had to include Raven of the Inner Palace. So these are our six best EDs. Call the Night, Comedy, My Nonfiction, Koi no Yuki, Awatari Niku Senti, and Natsu no Yuki. We are now jumping into the actual shows themselves, some of the technical aspects, some of the genres that are involved in anime. Let's get to best animation. Ooh, this will be very subjective. First up, we have Cyberpunk Edgerunners by Studio Trigger, a incredible mix of 2D and CG animation. It was one of the best looking animes this year for sure. I thought it had one of the best cinematography aspects of the year, and I think it's definitely deserving of being nominated, but will it win? We'll find out. Spy Family from Cloverworks and Wit Studio. The collab of these two, I thought, just knocked it out of the park. There was a couple very Sakuga moments with the mansion fight with Anya and Lloyd, along with some of the scenes in the tennis match of part two, I thought was made, it made Spy Family definitely deserving of being nominated for best animation. Demon Slayer from Studio Ufotable. I mean, the entertainment district definitely lit up the world with its visuals. It was no episode 19, but I thought it had a lot of high moments to make it be qualified for this, Ufotable is one of the best animation studios around in general, so it makes sense that their property gets nominated. So we have Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District. Ranking of Kings from Wit Studios. Just, just an incredible job at animating Ranking of Kings. There was a few moments. I think the one that definitely stands out is the Bosi vs. Boji fight. I think that one is just some next level stuff. Wit Studio knocked it out of the park this year. Uh, Made in Abyss, Season 2 from Kinema Citrus. Uh, definitely going above and beyond, I think, what they did in Season 1 to Season 2. A lot of more action-packed moments with the Layer 6 monsters in Fafuta. Made some of the best fights. Uh, just gorgeous, just gorgeous world and background in Made in Abyss. Definitely made it worth uh, it being nominated for Animation of the Year. Bleach! thousand year blood war um it's number one rated anime of all time at the moment as the time of this recording even as somebody who hasn't watched bleach i've seen the fights i've seen a lot of the clips and pero has been stepping up their game since like parts of black clover um akudama drive they have really making themselves known as a top tier like action-based studio that i think rivals toei at at times so really excited to have bleach in here so those are our six nominations for best animation cyberpunk edge runner from trigger spy family from cloverworks and wit studio demon slayer coming from ufotable ranking of kings from wit studio 
Made in Abyss Season 2 from Kinema Citrus and Bleach the Thousand Year Blood War from Perot. All right, best fight. Who doesn't love a good fight every now and then? So these are our six nominations. Kind of like uh, OP and ED. Don't want to get YouTube copy strikes, so I'm just going to be listing them. If you want to watch it, um, actually in the voting, you'll have a link to the fight. So you can make your own decision on that when you vote. First up, we have Boji vs. Bossy from Ranking of Kings. I mentioned it earlier in the best animation. This fight was just insane. An insane fight. I thought they did an incredible job at the camera work and the cinematography with this fight. Uh, just, I think it should be studied, honestly. Uh, still coming over a cold, so you gotta drink some water and cough every now and then. Uh, next up, the Demon Slayers versus Daki and Giru from Demon Slayer, the Entertainment District. The final battle. Uh, be interesting if people remember this fight. It was so early in the season. They got a lot of hype when it started. It fell off throughout the year. However, this fight was still well worthy of becoming an anime of the year fight. So we have that from Demon Slayer. Oh, I should have looked up on how to pronounce these people because I don't watch Bleach. Um... You watch versus Yamato from Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War. I watched the fight. It was insane. Um, I'm sure people who love Bleach found this fight to be like some next level shit. Uh, for someone from the outside watching it, I was like, yeah, this definitely deserves to be in it. This fight was wild. Ash versus Leon from Pokemon Journeys. That's right. Ash finally gets the dub and becomes Pokemon champion. Well deserved and definitely should be nominated in this. Uh, God Dimple versus Cycle Helmet from Mob Cycle 100. Uh, when the Broccoli Man finally goes crazy and God Dimple protects his boy Mob, we get a incredible fight from this year from Mob, but it's always expected from Mob Cycle 100. And last but not least, we're putting in quotations, episode 15 from Summertime Rendering. Uh, just a incredible uh, series itself. And... The entire episode was an entire was just a epic fight, so had to include that as well. So best fight, we have Boji vs. Bossy from Ranking of Kings. Uh, the Demon Slayers vs. Daki and Giru from Demon Slayer. Yawash vs. Yam Yamamoto from Bleach, the Thousand Year Blood War. Ash vs. Leon from Pokemon Journey. God Dipple vs. Cycle Helmet from Mob Cycle 100. And then episode 15 itself from Summertime Rendering. All right, time to get to the good shit. The best romance of the year. Let's see our nominations. My Dress Up Darling, coming from Cloverworks. Kaguya-sama, Love is War, Season 3 from A1 Pictures. Aharon is indecipherable from Felix Film. Love after world domination from project number nine. Sasaki to Miyano from Studio Dean. And more than a married couple but not lovers from Studio Mother. Romance was... I don't know if anything stuck out super hard other than one. Um, it'll be really interesting to see if people watch something like Sasaki to Miyano, to, which to me felt like more of a romance compared to some of these other ones, but stuff like Aharon was insanely cute and lovable. 
and I was a big fan of stuff like that. But then we had like the epic scene from Kaguya. My dress up drawing was really fun. More than a merry couple got me to read the manga. Love After World Domination was a blast. So we got a lot of choices. So these are our six nominees for Best Romance. On to the next one. We got Best Slice of Life. My favorite category. Had a couple absolute bangers from this one. We got Do It Yourself from Pine Jam. Call of the Night from Linden Films. Yakuza's Guide to Babysitting from Studio Feel. Daibon, Recipe for Happiness from Encourage Films. Kotaro, Lives Alone from Linden Films. And Bochi the Rock from Cloverworks. Now, we'll th I don't know if this category will start the Bochi sweep, but I have a feeling that this is going to start the Bochi sweep. And I, I, now I realize that in the category I have best romance, but this is actually best slice of life. I said it before, I always screw up once every, um, once every, uh, year doing this. So this is actually best slice of life for our visual list, uh, lookers. Um, man, I think this will be really tough to see who wins second place in my book. I think stuff like Daimon, I think was under the radar. And if you're a slice of life fan, I think you really need to go check that out. But these are our six nominees for best slice of life on to best drama Ooh, this one's gonna be real good ranking of kings from wit studio made in abyss season two from kinema citrus classroom of the elite season two from lursh 86 part two from a1 pictures and Dance Dance Dancer from MAPPA. Oh, just kidding. There's one more. And Shadows House Season 2 from Cloverworks. So these are our nominees for Best Drama. Once again, Ranking of Kings, Made in Abyss, Classroom of the Elite, 86, Dance Dance Dancer, and Shadows House. All of these, minus Classroom of the Elite, are shows that I have above an 8 or higher. I thought this was a great year for drama. I think this one's going to be a little tough to see which one I pick as a winner, but this was like a really good season for drama. I'm going to be intrigued to see what the public thinks from this category. All right, got some water in me. On to our next category. Best Action or Adventure. Our nominees are Summertime Rendering from OLM, Cyberpunk Edge Runners from Trigger, Bleach the Thousand Year Blood War from Perot, Licorice Recoil from A1 Pictures, Mob Psycho 100 Season 3 from Bones, and last but not least, Chainsaw Man from Mappa. Our six nominees for Best Action or Adventure. I'm trying to think, is the popularity vote going to go to Chainsaw Man? Is it going to go to Mob Psycho? Is it going to go to Bleach? I think a lot of people are going to have difficult times picking this one, especially if you're like the Shonen Meathead. I think there's a couple different choices that you can pick for this category. I don't know if anyone... Well, let's be real. Bleach is the number one anime of all time on Mal, according to it right now. So is that hype, especially coming off of it being the last season, going to carry to a victory? Or is something like Chainsaw Man or Mob Psycho 
also coming from the last season going to propel it so it's gonna be a really interesting fun battle best comedy we got bochi the rock from cloverworks your boy kong ming from pa works Kaguya-sama, Love is War from A1 Pictures. Spy Family from Cloverworks and Wit. Akiba Made War from PA Works. And Isekai Uncle from Adelier Pondark. So, I know Isekai Uncle isn't finished. However, I definitely felt that it deserved to be here. Something like Akiba Made War, I think, is a dark horse where a lot of people enjoyed. I don't know if it's going to win the popular vote, but I also felt like it should have been nominated I think this is a really top-heavy category, and I think it can go multiple different ways, where the people resonate more with Bochi the Rock's visual storytelling in terms of comedy, or did people like the little hijinks that maybe Anya got into, or the subtleness of Kaguya? Also, like, the concept of your boy Kongming is just wild as well. I think these are six powerhouses. I loved all six of these these i have like a nines or tens so this is gonna be a really good category so that's best comedy uh, our last um category for the public to oh, actually we have one more uh let's get to best movie uh we got jjk zero coming from studio mappa fruits basket prelude from tms entertainment nuo from science saru one Piece Film Red from Toei Animation. Sword Art Online Progressive from A1 Pictures. And the Laidback Camp movie from Sea Station. So with film, we kind of had to do it based off of when, when the Northern America had access to these films. So something like um, JJK Zero that came out the previous year, we didn't get until last year. Um... So, uh, same with like NUO, um, Laidback Camp, SAO Progressive. Uh, just yeah, when the North American region had access to these, I put best comedy instead of best movie. So uh, these are our nominees for best movie again JJK Zero, Fruits Basket Prelude, NUO, One Piece Film Red, SAO Progressive, and Laidback Camp. And. That is the last of the nomination categories. We do have one more category left. That is Anime of the Year. And Anime of the Year is voted on by you. Any show that aired in 2022 is eligible for Anime of the Year. Uh, you will find that in the voting form. Um, I'll put it in like the description or the chat. So put your Anime of the Year here. I want to give some nom like audible nominations from myself about what my Animes of the Year were that didn't quite make the top two. Uh, Bochi the Rock, Mob Psycho, and Cyberpunk, I thought were just incredible, incredible uh, stories. Uh, they're like top five for me this year, but I will be revealing my top two at the end of the year. So get out there and vote for your anime of the year. Make it known because what you say and what you write down is what the public is going to vote on for, their, or it's going to be the voice, I should say, of the people. So get your voice heard and vote. All right. That concludes our nomination uh, live stream. Uh, it's quick. Um, I'm going to be putting the form where you can vote. One moment here. I'm going to put it in chat. Uh, you can vote. And remember, every time you vote, 
uh, a, a dollar is donated to um, Minneapolis Public Libraries for MAGA. So uh, if you do me a favor and vote, or also share with people who are familiar um, with seasonals. This is where you can find it. I just put it in chat now. I'll put it in the description if you are watching later. So yeah, go out there and vote. Uh, thank you so much for everyone who participates, for anyone who watched, listens, etc. I love you. This is so much fun. This is my favorite part of the year. So thank you for joining. And yeah, I will be sharing the links out in uh, Twitter and discords and stuff like that. So thank you so much. And my throat is killing me. 